of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house, well, the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Tour. Hello. What are we talking about today, Curtis? We are going to go over some very, very simplistic sales actions that people can do to get their music go- music sold and uh, making some of that big, fat, green stuff. Now, just for a disclaimer... This is not is not green. Well, no, this is this is this is not legal advice and obviously no one will make any money by these actions. The disclaimer. <laughs> no, you can make money by these actions, but don't Yeah, don't. we're not legally saying that you can make money from these actions. We're not saying this is an automatic money generator, but we are saying Exactly. You, you know, this We're is saying what... that if you do this, you will be more likely to make sales than if you don't. So do you want me to kick it off, Matt, or do you want to kick yes. off with something? Kick her off. Launch us. Okay, so here's the very, very, very first action you can take to uh, start generating a sales machine, which is A, have a link to buy your music in all of your social media profiles. This might seem uh, very basic, but you would be blown away by the number of bands that do not have a link for a place for someone to buy their shit. It's mind-blowing. And when I say link on your social media, that means like a pin post on your Facebook, a pin post on your Twitter, link in the bio uh, on Instagram. And uh, I know I'm forgetting something. YouTube, uh, having a link there. Just basically anywhere where you've got a social media pro- profile. You have the link in your in. about on Facebook too. I see people fucking yeah. that up all the time. Yeah, uh, in your about as well. Just basically anywhere where you can put a possible link to buy do it because there's so many bands out there. They don't even fucking do that. And it's unbelievable. People don't know if you're like new, you have no music. And especially if, you know, it's an impulse click, you're going to lose a lot of shit. And that sounds dumb, but I've actually had people tell me that they've made sales within a day, just doing that one action. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's, it's like so obvious, but so many people don't do it. Even Matt and I screw this up sometimes. It's like just with the obvious stuff. Right. So did you want to say anything further about that before I go to number two, Matt? No, I think that's a good one. Hit us with number two. Okay, number like two. Round, by the way, guys. Yes, sort of. Okay, so number two, and this might have actually... It's nowhere and has poor, horrible reception, so... Yes. Am I, going, am I cutting out? No, no, no. I just, don't, I just want to minimize risk. Okay. Um, so number two, which actually should probably have been number one, is some bands don't even have it set up on their band camp to even purchase music, period. I've actually seen this where they have like no tracks available for purchase. They have it as $9,999, which is fine if you don't have the rights to the digital, but then they do not have any place where someone can purchase the physical album, which is what I would assume usually they're able to sell at least. Have you noticed this too, Matt, or am I like the only person that's noticed this? Yeah. So that's, that's actually, that should probably have actually been number one because, but, you know, you got to have a place like either Bandcamp, Big Cartel, something where someone can actually 
purchase your music. And again, this sounds like it's Captain Obvious type stuff, but so many bands fuck this up. Um, a good example is I, I know of one individual that was signed to uh, a label uh, that I dealt with a few years ago um, who you, I, they didn't have the digital rights. And for some stupid reason, they just didn't think of putting, they had all this vinyl for sale. And for some stupid reason, they didn't think of putting the vinyl for sale on their band camp when they just thought people would automatically reach out to them. Right? Like people are afraid of, like, like think about how when you go shopping, you just like don't want to deal with anyone. Yeah. You know, similar notion. Like nobody wants to reach out or talk to you for, you know, just because people just don't want to fucking do that. That doesn't sound fun. Exactly. And again, me and Matt screw this up too, so I understand it. But whenever we, we realize we're doing something stupid like this, we generally correct it. And this that and that's really the hard part, right? It's yeah. just like every day pushing yourself that extra ten percent. Yeah. You know, that's what really sucks more than anything else. I agree. Okay. So you ready to move on to the next one for ways to increase your sales? Okay. So the next one, and again, this should be another uh, Captain Obvious type statement, is you need to actually, in addition to putting the pin links and all the rest of that type of stuff, you actually have to talk about your album sometime and the fact that it's coming out or it is out. Because a lot, again, a lot of times, this might seem obvious to you that you put out a record, but I give this example every once in a while of this band that told me about their album coming out that I actually, that I had previously worked with and I actually wanted to hear the album and I forgot all about it. So you have to constantly talk about the fact that you have music available or um, that it's coming out one of the two, right? Because everybody's got something coming out. So if you've got a new album coming out in, in six months, but you currently have something for sale, talk about the album that's currently for sale as well as the upcoming album. And you have to do, and you don't have to spam people with this and you shouldn't like over post obviously with that. You do want to have social, social and the social media, but you do need to talk about people buying the thing. Let's hear your yeah. thoughts on that, Matt. Yeah. And the thing is not every post needs to go back to that, but like most exactly. of do, or at least some of your posts, you know, just like making it yeah. clear, like, Oh, look, we did a thing. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. It's like how Matt will drop into his conversations every once in a while, the fact that he has an analysis paper for sale or like I'll drop in sometime, you know, that we got, that I got PR for sale or we got challenges for sale or whatever. You just have to make it known. So people will sometimes go, Oh shit, this guy I'm talking to has music available. I should go check that out and buy it. Yeah. It's, It's so captain obvious type stuff again, but and you need to be engaging with your community for this to happen. And I see so often people don't understand why they're not getting anywhere. It's because they don't talk to anyone. Yep. You know, now, that's what it comes down to is like, are you talking to people about your shit? Exactly. And then now this follows into another point, which is also if you're trying to sell physical copies of your release, again, this is going to be this. We, we, we aren't talking about selling at shows or anything like that because there's no shows going just for clarity's sakes. If anybody's listening to this in the future, but one thing you have to do is like, if you have actual physical product available for sale, you have to clearly make that known. Like sometimes one thing some people will do is they'll have the band camp set up and they'll have the digital all set up, but they won't say like, Hey, there's vinyl available and they won't make that for sale. I don't know why they do that, but I've actually had a client one time again, a while back who had all this vinyl made. And then they never advertised the fact that there was any vinyl for sale. They just kept pushing people to the digital. 
again, captain obvious type stuff, but this is the types of things that you kind of lose track of when you're, you're in the moment, right? Anything you want to say about that, Matt, before the next one? No, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, and, and also I think like, you know, tied into that, don't be discouraged about if you have a huge stack of merch still left over, just yeah, hustle it, you know, like run discounts, run sales, push the exclusivity. Yep. I agree on that. Okay. Next thing is in all of your interviews, written or verbal, always, 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 again, include a link for people to buy your shit. Again, this is something that might be captain obvious, but 99.9% .9 of the time, anytime when I get an interview back from a band, they are not driving people to their band camp. They are driving people to their Facebook or their Instagram or their Twitter or their YouTube, not to anything else. You do want to drive people to your socials, but again, if you're looking to make sales, you need to give people somewhere to go to buy and you have to make it make them aware like i mean if i was a band i wouldn't even fucking really give a shit about mentioning my socials as, as much in interviews as i would my band camp just because of the fact people can go to band camp and buy something people aren't going to go to your facebook and necessarily click to buy something unless you have like we said all, all the earlier stuff in clicks the other person has to take yeah like if you're looking for views that's one thing like if you're trying to drive people to your social media so that way you can warm them up later as a customer that's one thing and that's great i totally agree with that but to me, if I was in an interview and I had a band camp, I'd be like, someone says, where can we find you online? I wouldn't be like, oh, go to my Facebook. I'm Curtis Dewar at blah, blah. I would be like, no, my band camp is Curtis Dewar, the best of all time at bandcamp.com or whatever it is. Right. So further comments, Matt, before I go to the next one? No, I think that about does it. What's your... Uh... I actually have a final, final, final point, unless you got something else, which is this is dealing with live streams. A lot of people do live streams and they do quite well at the live stream, but then they do not mention at the end a call to action, i.e. a place, again, to buy your shit. Like at the end of every live stream, you should always say, by the way, I've got this album. It's called, uh, you know, Matt Bacon is the greatest of all time. And uh, it's out on CD. If you got the CD, hold it up or have the vinyl available or something or the shirt or whatever the heck it is you're trying to sell and put a link in the comments for people to pay. One person that's done really, really well with this is Duncan Evans, who he started like, you know, he started like trying to like show people at the end of a lot of his live streams, uh, you know, that he has stuff for sale. And as a result, he's actually started making some sales from the live streams when before he wasn't getting any because people weren't, aren't necessarily thinking about purchasing. They're just watching you to be entertained, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you always have to have the call to action. That's always crazy to me, but it's always like, oh, if you just like remind people that one last little thing, they'll do it. You know, it's just, it's important. Um, yeah. Speaking of which, our call to action on this call is to go click the link in the show notes to sign up to our group Zoom chat happening on Tuesday, July 14th, where we'll be able to answer your questions, talk about growth, all that good stuff. I look forward to seeing you there. It's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern time. This has been Dumb and Dumbest Live. You. I've been listening. Are we done yet?